Hey, this is Keith, just popping in to let you know that we had a few uh, issues with our audio files this episode, and we had to use the backup recording of the Skype call, which got a little janky here and there. Uh, so there's going to be a sort of long bit at the beginning and a long bit at the end where the audio is pretty messed up, but for the rest of the episode, it's like generally pretty pretty fine. Uh, so... Yeah, you're gonna hear that. It's not gonna last for too long. Uh, enjoy the episode. Uh, hello and welcome to Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter Hunter anime rewatch and recap podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Devin Wren, and my pronouns are he, him. I'm Keith McLean, your other host. My pronouns are they, them. And this is a, as I said, a Hunter Hunter rewatch and recap podcast. And on this episode, we are recapping episodes three and four. These were some fun episodes. We got to meet a lot of fun new characters, including our, our favorite boy, Kilua. We got to meet Kilua, and I'm so happy. And let me tell you... We also got to meet Hanzo. We got to meet Hanzo, the very good ninja who is extremely secretive and mysterious. He's very good at keeping his ninja secret, and he will tell you all about it. <laughs> so, let's just dive right into the episode, how about? Let's, let's, let's splish splash on in. No wading out to the pool one step at a time, achingly making our way there, and then, you know, our trunks get wet and it starts touching our legs and it's the worst. No, we're just diving on in. Just dive. Very... Just grab your nose, jump right in, and let's get into this. Yeah, make a big old cannonball splash in into this anime. Into this wonderful, fun, lax on laws world. Yes. Uh, so we we start off with uh, the folks arriving in Zaban City. Um, you know, there's lots of merchant stalls and shops selling exotic wares, which are probably mostly phony garbage, and Gon is loving it. Just Karapika and Leoria are like, oh, well, we would never get fooled by all this, and Gon's just like at every shop, just like, oh. He's never left his island before, so the wider world is exciting. Yeah. Oh, he's in the big city and he's gonna make it. He's got his suitcase. He's gonna be a star. <laughs> Just a boy in his fishing rod. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're getting led by one of the... Uh, Kiriko's from last episode there he's taking them to the exam site and they approach a couple bonings and he's like yeah normally it changes every year but uh the exam this year is being held right at this building and they all is they're all, all so dumb because they look and they see a massive skyscraper and they're all just very dramatic just like, at the site of this exam. We're going to make it and we're going to become hunters. And then dude's just like, that's not you idiots. Yeah. Oh, your your audio is so bad right now. It's really not oh, going well. Why is my audio hate me right now? Can you hear me now? Let me see. Yeah, I hear you now. Okay. Let's hope it doesn't. Yeah. Fall. Okay. Well, I guess we continue on. Uh, yeah, we keep going. We press on like the heroic hunters. Like the heroic hunters who walked up to the wrong building. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's good. They're, the the Kiriko is just like, mm, no, it's that one there. And he just points to like this, you know, greasy little uh, restaurant just like stashed away, like, you know, right next to the big, tall, grand building they were all looking at. Uh, it's good, good moment. It literally is just... This, oh, yeah, no, it's just that diner right there. You guys are at the yeah. wrong building. 
And the Arya's like, um, excuse me, that's, that's, that's not grand or spectacular at all. I wanted the big building. And the Kiriko's like, no, it, ha- it has to be inconspicuous. It's, it's a secret, secret test. Jess, why are you so dumb? I beg of you. <laughs> Uh, you know, so they go in and the Kiriko orders steak from the uh, restaurant and, you know, orders it in a specific way that is like absolutely a code phrase to be like, hey, they're taking the hunter exam. Uh, so he orders steak uh, gro- grilled slowly over low heat or something like that. You know, they all go to a back room in the restaurant and the room is an elevator, it turns out. And Gone is like, wait. So we're not getting steak? Cone and Leorio are devastated by the fact that they do not actually get some steak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're we're not to the manga comparisons part of our episode yet, but I would like to just say that in the manga they do they do get to eat the steak. Well, that's They actually have a <laughs> They actually have a steak dinner. It's, it's 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 food and a code phrase. Well, that's just mean. Why did the anime take out their dinner? <laughs> I think I would like to petition that this episode title be named "The Steak Is a Lie." <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So yeah, they're going down in the elevator. Um, yeah, it's it's been mentioned like how how rare it is for anyone to actually pass the hunter exam. It's 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 just got a very low success rate, and even getting here was like one in ten thousand or something like that. Um, and you know, Gon says, "Oh wow, it sounds dangerous, but so many people want to be hunters, huh?" And then you know that just sets off Leorio and Kurapika having an ideological debate about what it means to be a good hunter. You know, Leorio just being like, "You can get all this money and privilege," and Kurapika's like, "No, it's responsibility." And yeah, and then you know they they both turn to go in at the same time and be like. What kind of hunter are you going to be? Settle this debate for us, young child. <laughs> They're just like yelling at each other and Larry is just like, yeah, you can get rich. And like 50 of the top 100 richest people in the world are hunters. And Krabbe is like, why are you like this? A hunter is about being <laughs> noble and having a good cause. And Larry is like, you're just trying to kill people. What are you about? <laughs> and they <laughs> and Gon's just like, can you guys please stop fighting? Uh, so then, you know, the, the elevator stops, they get to the, you know, actual start of the exam site. It's this dank underground tunnel with a bunch of colorful characters hanging out in it. And we meet our good friend Beans, the little man with the green head. And now this is, once again, we're not on manga comparisons yet, but... I do love that when Beans was introduced, he was just kind of this plain looking dude who kind of just yeah. looked like a bean. And the anime was like, oh, you mean literally? Yeah. <laughs> you mean he's literally a bean? He's he's a little bean. He's just a small green man. And I love him. Yeah. I. It really does speak to the just aesthetic of Hunter Hunter because like, you know... You have all these serious-looking characters, you know, some of which are just, like, wildly cartoonishly designed, and, you know, some of them are, like, strong and serious, and some of them are just beans. Some of them are just a dude who's also a bean. Why is he a bean? No one knows. He's just, just, it just be like that. No one knows in this world where everyone's human and they're like rare magical beasts. And then there's just this bean man. And then, there, and then there's a bean. Then there's a bean man who no one comments on. <laughs> uh, yep. So... We also meet our friend Tonpa, who greets the uh, who greets the friends we've met so far, and you know points out some of the uh, you know longtime returning hunters. Just, just you know, they're gonna be relevant later. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I've been doing this a while. I've taken the test thirty-five times, and Gon's like. Wow, 35? You must really know what you're doing. And Leorio and Kropka are both like, that's not impressive. 
Actually, you must suck. They're like, that's not something to be proud of. Why are you gro- Why are you gloating? Uh, so then he offers them juice. Uh, it's, but then you know he gets the fucking suspicious anime shadow over his eyes and has an internal monologue about how the juice is full of laxatives and it will make them poop themselves for the entire test. Because he is not a friendly man, he is a mean one. He, they, some group of people in the background are like, oh yeah, there's Tompa, the rookie crusher. He's off doing his, he's off doing his things again, just crushing the hopes and dreams of new applicants. Probably not anything to worry about. It's probably fine. He's just doing his thing. He's just a nice little man. He's just doing his, living his life. But then Gon spits out the juice because it, it tastes bad. And he's a feral child who is capable of detecting imperceptible poisons. Yeah, I have in my notes. He says to Tompa, he's like, oh, Tompa's like, how could that happen? Like, the laxatives, they should be, like, clear and, like, tasteless. And Gon's like... Oh, I used to eat all kind of funny plants when I lived in the mountains, so I can really get a telling when something's off. I'm like, Gon, you just ate weird plants in the mountains? <laughs> in my notes, I wrote, Gon is a feral child who don't abide no juice foolery. <laughs> He's just going outside and grabbing a plant he sees, and I'm wondering if this is poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gon, you had such a dangerous childhood. <laughs> no wonder Aunt Mito wanted to protect him. She decided how dangerous he lived in the mountains. Imagine in the real world. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Gon has zero self-preservation skills. <laughs> and, yet also, and yet also somehow the best self-preservation skills. <laughs> he, he doesn't want... He just goes off and does something dumb, but somehow always survives. Yeah. That's Gon. That that he is. There he is. Uh, yep. And then Hisoka turns a man's arms into flowers. Yeah, so along this colorful cast of scary-looking dudes, a dude bumps into this kind of, like, pastel pinkish-looking, like, kind of not-that-creepy-looking dude. He's a pervert clown man. I think yeah, we can just a... say it. This dude bumps into the clown man, uh, and then... His his arms just turn into flowers and disperse in the wind, e- you know, even though, like, you know, later we, we, we learn what Hisoka's powers are, and they don't involve that. Yeah, I have in all caps in my notes, how did he do that? I <laughs> how did he do no, that? I still have no clue how he did that. It's not one of his powers. It's not one of the, it's not the thing he does. Yeah. He's not, I mean, he can turn up things into other things, but not like that. But that's like, just like a trick. Like it makes it look like something else, but it's still there. Yeah. I don't know. He's like a whack. He's whack. You know what? He's, he is a magician. So maybe there's just like some sleight of hand involved there. He, he maybe did something funky but it's never explained it's never it, presumed it never comes up again he just turns a man's flowers and man's hands into flowers it's fine yeah you know and then as mentioned we you know we uh you know tonpa like talks about some of the rookies and how scary they are and you know he mentions that you know he tried to give the juice to a boy named hanzo who just sort of declared that he is a ninja looking for a secret magical scroll mm-hmm he's so good at stealth and secrets and he's literally told everyone that he's a ninja yeah tompa just like is trying to get a thing and hanzo's just like oh by the way did you know i'm a ninja who's trained for this for years and tompa's like great do you want some juice he's like oh I never accept food or drink from anyone else, for I am a ninja. <laughs> and I yep. was like, D- oh, okay. 
Like, he tries to give the juice to, like, this kid who's typing on a laptop, and the kid's just like, oh, yeah, no, I know all about you. You're a rookie crusher. I'm not drinking that. Yep. Like, Tombo's just wandering around, complain how all the rookies are somehow smart this year. And then the only rookie who drank the juice is a little boy named Kiloa. Here he comes. He rides in over on a skateboard, and he's like, hey, can I have some more juice, mister? And Tombo's like... How are you not shitting yourself by now? Yeah. Tonepa's like, if you drink that much, you might actually die of dehydration to himself, of course. And then Kilo is like, oh, oh, are you getting worried about me? Oh, just don't even bother. I'm immune to poison. He's like, oh, I've been trained for this my whole life. Poisons don't work on me. Bye. (laughs) Uh, I love Kiloa just flexing. Kilo just walks off, does not care at all, not a care in the world. <laughs> uh, it's very good. What a good introduction to this character. Just be like, yeah, I'm immune to poison, whatever. Absolute king. It's great. He's a great boy. I love him to death. He deserves the world. Yeah. Uh, so good. Uh yeah, and then uh and then we meet the examiner for the first round of the hunter exam, and it's a lanky dude in a purple suit with a big curly mustache and no mouth named Satots. Satots. I uh, you know, I'm gonna just uh part the curtain a little here. Uh-huh. This series goes on for a while. And we see very little of Satots after this, and that is a crime. Yeah, oh, I really like Satotes. Satotes and the rest of the examiners honestly need to appear more in this series. Yeah, I wish we got more of them recurring, but... Like, uh, I miss them. I miss Satotes. Yeah. He's so good. So glad to see him again. He Again, like, the character designs in this series, like... There's very little stylistic coherency, but somehow just like the weird throw everything in, it's three bean salad approach really works, I think. Yeah, he's just like, he got lilac hair and nice like tailored suit on, absolutely no mouth to see on. (laughs) His curly mustache appears to come out of his nose. Yeah. Like nothing about this character should work, and yet I love it. Yeah. Oh, and then, you know, he explains that, you know, it's it's the first round of the test. Uh, you know, he explains that it's going to be dangerous and people are going to try to kill you and you might just fucking die because the test is so hard. And he's like, okay, if you want to if you want to quit the test, then there's the door. But everyone is like, nah, we're 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 doing it. So then he's like, okay, and he starts to walk and it's really good. He just takes a big, long step big and step. swings his arms really nice. Like, he's just doing a march, but he never bends his legs is the thing. Big, powerful steps. It's great. <laughs> he just swings his arm and swings his legs like they're noodles, and he just begins walking. And he's like, follow me. He has a very strong and authoritative power walk, and I'm extremely here for it. He's extremely good. So yeah, they're following him for a bit, and like you see them like walk at first walk slowly, and then they walk a little faster, and then they begin running as Hatotes is still still moving, just walking. Still, yeah, moving the exact same way, but he's just getting faster and faster. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Just just big high kicks to start off the steps. Big swing, big, big arm swings. It's it's a, a very distinctive walk and a very good walk. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he explains that this is the first part of the test. They just have to keep up with him. They gotta keep following him. Do not fall behind. Do not lose sight of him. Yep. So, pretty easy, pretty standard. Nothing really bad. Although I do have in my notes that uh, my asthmatic ass would have failed this instantly. Oh yeah, oh for sure. I can't. I can't run at all. Yeah, my cardio is so bad. Like I'm not. I'm not in bad shape or anything. I just 
I just can't cardio. It's <laughs> you would have said just keep up with me, and I've been like, nah, chief. <laughs> oh, is like, it too late to drop out? It was like, I'll see y'all at home. Goodbye. Yeah, I, I, I firmly maintain that the human body was not designed for running. It's it goes against nature. It is designed to leisurely walk behind. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's that's about it for episode three. Yeah, that's the episode. It ends with them just running. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so yeah, episode four. Everyone is still running. It's a bit. It's been about half an hour, and for some reason, for some reason, there are still people living. I don't know that any human has ever run for that long, but yeah. So the one kid, I think, is the computer kid. I think his name is yeah. like Nicholas. Yeah. He's like running at the front of the pack, and he says, "Oh, by my calculations, and like how like long." the test before have been this like tunnel should be like 40 kilometers which is about 25 miles and he's like yeah so it shouldn't be much longer now and uh let me tell you it's not mm-hmm they've already sprinted a full marathon and things are just getting started and the man is still going yep uh then 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 Kilowa meets Gone. Yeah, so it's uh Lario is like struggling in the back. Turns out running in a three piece suit isn't the best for a person. Yeah, uh huh. So he's like running in the back, like tired, and a nice white haired boy just like rolls by on a skateboard, and Lario's like, "Hey, what are you doing? That's cheating!" And Kilowa's just like. The dude never said that we have to run behind him. He just said follow. Kilo's two superpowers are immune to poison and skateboard. And six skateboard tricks. Yeah. So then Gon's like, nah, Leorio, he just said we have to keep up. He didn't say anything about no skateboarding, you crazy teens. So then, you know, Kiloa asks how old Gon is, and he says, I'm 12! And Kiloa's like, alright, this kid's my age, we'll hang out. So he does a cool skateboard trick and jumps off his skateboard and starts running along alongside Gon. And, you know, just introduces himself, and they introduce, you know, and then Gon introduces himself, and then they're best friends. And they're best friends forever, and nothing will ever break them apart. I, that is a threat. <laughs> they're best friends forever, and nothing bad will ever happen to them. That is a threat. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas is uh, in the back because Man's just sprinted at the start of it because he thought yeah. it would be over soon. He did 25 not, miles. <laughs> he did not pace himself good. And he's, like, in the back, wheezing. He's in Yaba sweating. He's, like, water's pouring out every orifice. I say, same dude. And... Yeah. That's me after two minutes of running. <laughs> yeah. Three of the contestants, they're all brothers. I... Oh, God. I'm not going to remember their names. I think me it's... Me neither. Imori, Umori, and Amori. The Mario... Well, let's, yeah, the let's Mario. Just call brothers. them what they are—the Mario brothers. They're the Mario brothers, and the third They're Mario not. brother. The third Mario brother with the two other Mario brothers. Yeah. So they all like surround him, and they're just like, just being like, "Dude, give up, dude! You suck at this. You suck shit." Telling him what a hopeless loser he is, and they're like, "You gonna piss and shit? You gonna?" <laughs> so. And then they're so mean that he collapses and screams. He just drops his laptop and then just falls to the ground and screams. Yep. Poor man. Yep. And, and then, then they run. To and then Tonepa gives the Mario Brothers money because he paid them to emotionally abuse that boy. Like good friends. It's it's capitalism at work. Okay. Yeah. And now in my notes, I have. Is this where they get to the stairs? Yeah, I think so. I don't have anything 
in my notes between that. Yeah, I mean, I know there's the scene where, you know, Leorio gets tired and it seems like he might give up because it's it's been a very exhausting test, but then he gets a second wind and just starts sprinting because he's an idiot feral man. Yeah, I just have in my notes. I think this is where he gets stairs because it cuts to the front of the group for a second, and I just have in my notes seeing and Hisaka and some of the other characters like running like normal people just ain't right. Mm-hmm. Just seeing these yeah. people in weird, their weird designs and weird clothes as they just like lightly jog normally. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this episode is a lot of running, but I think it gives us like, you know, it gives us a good chance to like get to know some of the, you know, characters in the Hunter exam. You know, it at least like. We at least see them enough, like, all in a big group that they're, like, you know, that they're in our memory for later. Yeah. Yeah, but this is where uh, Leorio falls back and he drops his briefcase, but then Gon, like, stops and Killua's like, hey, what are you doing? Like, just leave him. He's he's done. He's quit. And Gon's like, I'm not going to leave my friend. Why would I do that? And he, like, uses his fishing line to, like, grab Leorio's briefcase and then gets Leorio to run back up to the front with him. Yeah. Because he's a good boy and a good friend. He does encourage someone to run more, which is sort of questionable friendship behavior. But I think in this context, Listen, he just wants him to pass the test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wants him to pat. He wants him to get past his exam with him. Oh. Suffer now to do better later. <laughs> Yeah, so eventually they come to a staircase, and it's like, Ugh. oh, this is fucked up. We've already run so much, now we have to go up? Yeah, they get to the staircase, and it just leads up into, like, a dark abyss. They can't yeah. see the end of it, and I would just be like, I am not doing that, Chief. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile, Gon and Killua are like, oh boy, let's race, let's both get to the front. It's good. They're best friends already. Oh, it's cute. Then we get a scene of Leorio just completely stripped bare. He's running with just no clothes whatsoever. He's just sprinting up, just like no shirt on, like almost fully naked. And Karapika his His, uh, his, uh, you know, his... The, his pin that he got to indicate that you know he's like his 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 little his his little con badge is just attached directly to his skin somehow <laughs> and Karapika sees this and he's like man he has the right idea and takes off his shirt too yeah yeah you know what all to be although to be completely fair running with that like yeah this- flowy tabard extra layer has gotta not be easy. Yeah, this is the episode where all these characters regret being anime characters with unique yeah. designs. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. <laughs> they, uh, reg- yeah. they regret having le- unique fun designs and just want some sportswear. Yeah. So then Karapika, you know, runs up to Leorio and, like, asks him, like, why he really wants to be a hunter. Is it really just about money? And Leorio's like, yeah, of course, that's that's the thing I said. It's not anything different. And then, you know, Karapika starts to get into his backstory, like, you know, he mentioned that, you know, his clan was slaughtered by the, the Phantom Troop, this group of bad folks and then he mentions that you know the reason they did it was for the scarlet eyes because like when his people you know when people of his clan get get mad or like sort of emotionally incited then their eyes like flash red and if you kill them in that state then you get a very pretty eye you get two pretty eyeballs out of the deal that sell for a lot of money on the black market which is fucked up yeah, their eyes are known as one of the seven wonders of the world, and this is where I have in my notes, Kropika really got Sasuke disease. And oh, yeah, yeah, it's true. He says that he came to his clan to see a scene of all their, like, dead corpses, like, on the ground with their eyes literally scooped out of their head. And he's like... Mm. And he's like, now I intend of using the information I get as a hunter to do that to the Phantom Troop. Yep. 
just normal things. Just just having a normal backstory. Just having a normal one. He's good. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, <clears throat> so then Leorio is like, actually like, okay, I'll, I'll tell this guy the whole story too. And, you know, he, he talks about how we actually get a little flashback of how his friend fucking died of a treatable disease just because like they didn't have any money and and you know it was it was it would have been an expensive operation so he wants to have money so that he can like you know get into medical school and become a doctor and like provide free health care for the people who need it which is like welcome damn, yeah damn leorio having like a good socialist opinion where is this coming from welcome to the motherfucking resistance leorio yeah. let me tell you comrade comrade leorio having one redeeming trait comrade leorio understands the evils of capitalism he's finally getting it now if we can take care of all the rest <laughs> now if he just wasn't so horny yeah He's he's a nasty rat man, but at least he's got the socialism. <laughs> at least he understands that capitalism is bad. You know, at least he's pushing for, you know, socialized health care, which is more than we can say for Joe Biden. It is true. It's a lot more than we can say for Joe Biden and anything that he does. Leorio, better than Joe Biden, <laughs> at least. <laughs> you know... The lesser of two evils. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> it's an election year. Sometimes I remember that and I start crying. Uh, yeah. Oh, big, big same. Oh, my God. Please vote. Please vote Democrat. Even if Biden is worse than Leorio, we just need to not have Trump again. Yeah. Not to turn this into a political podcast, but I'm saying this. Please vote. Please vote for Biden. Dems are basically useless, but they're not going to try to actively kill you. Yeah, that it do be like that. Ugh. Anyways, let's escape into this nice, fun world where people run like a hundred freaking kilometers for one test. Yeah. Uh, Escapist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <clears throat> they finally get to the end of the stairway. Uh, they they're not underground anymore and you know you know satotes emerges into this environment and gun and kilua are right behind they both they both run out you know jump off the stairs and yell goal and and they made it at the same time and they're arguing, they're like, oh I crossed first. No, I did. And Satos is like, how did these kids just beat everybody yeah. and then they look at him and like hey mister who won and he's like you both crossed at the same time yeah and then Gon's like okay you'll you have to buy dinner for me but then i'll buy dinner for you and they're already planning their first two dates yeah my roommate was watching with me and he said like <laughs> oh do you think that Gon knows that Killua was asking him on a date. <laughs> like, do you think Gon knows? And I'm like, Gon's the most aromantic creature to ever exist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gon doesn't understand, but we, he's good. He's a very good child. He's just here to support his friend. And Killua's like, I don't think you're getting what I was asking you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's me, though. Like... He's good. He's so good. I, too, am completely impervious to romance. I relate very much. You know, it's a very strong mood. Yeah. Someone flirts with me, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> There's something strange about this conversation, but I can't seem to figure out what. I'm picking up a vibe, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> so everyone, like, or everyone who is still here gets across the finish line. Uh, there's a poor guy as, like, they all get across. So Toads, like, presses a button and the door starts to close. Yeah, the, the garage door tunnel. closes. And a dude's, like, climbing up the stairs on his hands and knees. He's like, no, please don't leave me. 
Oh, he like ran so far. He ran That's like so the worst far. part about this. They have to walk all the way back. Yeah, yeah, I am like wondering about the people stuck in like miles and miles of underground tunnel. Like, I hope Beans is just like driving a little around a little golf cart, collecting all the failed examinees. Beans just in like a nice low double decker bus in this underground <laughs> tunnel. Just okay, come on, people. <laughs> I got juice and snacks on the bus. Just get in. Hey, Hunter, Hunter, give us more beans. Oh, give us more know, beans with juice and snacks. You know the rest of the examiners did not think about this either. Beans just took <laughs> this upon himself because he's yeah. like, it's a hundred, it's a hundred kilometers, guys. And they're like, yeah, and? And he's like, yeah. well, people are going to get tired. And they're like, and? <laughs> beans is trying to minimize the casualties. Yeah. He's there with a water cooler <laughs> and plastic cups. A fan. Reminding everyone to stay hydrated. He's got some Gatorade for your electrolytes. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. got some fruit. <laughs> yeah, he's got some it. orange slices. He's got some orange slices, maybe a juice box. Like <laughs> He's telling people they did great. They tried their best. It's beans. Man, I miss beans. I miss can't beans too. Can't wait to see more of that dude. Can't wait to see more beans in four seasons. <laughs> no, he comes back in this season. Oh yeah, that's true. He is he is here quite often in this season. Yeah. And then never again. <laughs> <laughs> and then never again until season five. <laughs> never again will we get to see beans. <laughs> uh so yeah, the, everyone's in a place called the Swindler Swamp right now, and it's a swamp, and apparently all the animals here want to play tricks on you and confuse you and lead you astray from the path. And then eat you. And then eat you. And, and it, then a man comes out from behind the sort of tunnel entrance and says, uh, that, that guy pointing to Satotes, is not the real examiner. I'm the real examiner, and he's a funky monster that's tricking you. And, you know, some people are like, hmm, he is a funky monster, though. Yeah, I think Hanzo is, like, looking confused, and he's like, I knew it. No normal person could run like that. And, like, the one dude who walked from behind the exam hall is like, he's like, oh, he's a man-eating shape-shifting ape and you can tell by their long gangly limbs and like their weird faces and hanzo's like he does have weird long legs and a weird face mm -hmm. and lara is like but who's the real one i can't tell and satos is just standing there looking bored yeah and then and then the man claiming to be the real examiner just gets some fucking playing cards embedded in his face he just dies. He just dies. So two sets of playing cards fly off. Some of them bury themselves in the man claiming to be the examiner, and some go after Satotes, and Satotes just catches them very easily. Yep. And we get a and nice sh shot of Hisaka just, like, flipping cards, just being like, well, now we know who the fake was. Yep. Only a real hunter examiner would have been able to dodge my attack. And... <laughs> Yeah, fuck. We forgot. We even forgot to mention that the you know dude claiming to be the real hunter examiner was like hauling along the body of this creature called like a skunk ape. I think it's like swamp a ape. It's like a man face, like ape. yeah, like a man faced it's, ape. Yeah, yeah. It's like this ugly thing, and he's like, yeah, yeah it's, like it's like this lanky monkey dude that kind of looks like Satotes. Um, and then yeah, and then you know once. Once the cards have been thrown, then, you know, the, the, the ape is, jumps up and runs away. It was part of the ruse all along. It was plan, it was, it was part of the con, cause the man face apes can disguise themselves to look like humans. So that's, that's, that's what was happening. Yeah, it was pretending to be dead and it's like, up, oh, I'm out of here, Scoob, and leaves once its friend gets eviscerated by playing cards. Yep. I feel like I kind of probably explained that badly, but whatever. You, you, people, you, you get it. 
people have probably <laughs> watched the episode. Yeah, you can find this show. Yeah, so Totes is just like, and see, this is why I told you guys to A, steer near me, and B, don't get tricked or you'll die. And also, Hisaka, if you ever throw playing cards at me again, I will kill you. If you ever pull that shit again. He's like, I will eviscerate you, I swear to God. Also, kill, or, you know, it, it is mentioned earlier on that Hisoka actually did, he killed 20 examin examinees and almost killed an examiner, so he's kind of a problem child. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, he got kicked out last year. What did he do? And Tompa's just like, oh, he killed like a bunch of a bunch examinees of and yeah. almost killed an examiner. It's no biggie. Oh, uh, yep. So that's that's a that's episode four. Yep, that's episode. They're now in Swindler's Swamp, and Satotes is like on to the next phase of this part exam. We run some more, more running, and everyone loves it. They're so happy. Yeah, Karapika's like, oh well, now we're in like muddy marshland, which will sap our strength quicker. I'm like, Karapika, that's not the problem. You guys are <laughs> surrounded by wild animals who want to kill you. Oh, already this this test is the most difficult and grueling, and it's only gonna get worse. I just like how. I think we were talking about this last week about this exam just being like kind of like, you know, a trick, just like it's never as obvious as it appears to be. And this one just being like Satos being like, OK, it's just a straightforward run. You got to follow me. But he never says how long it will be or like, yeah, if you're allowed to do certain things to make it easier, like just have a skateboard with you. Yeah. Like I just love how it's just like, no, you guys literally have to be smart about this. Yeah, so that's that's the episodes. Uh, want to wanna yeah? Anything to add before we go on to uh, too many gones? Nope, I think that's everything. Too many gones will be interesting this week because oof, yeah. there's a yeah. big difference in one of the episodes. We get a whole entire plot that wasn't there in the original. Hey, we get a deep leorio backstory yeah we do we we get to meet leorio's skeleton boyfriend his skeleton boyfriend who just wants to hang out with him in the other world it's fine oh boy it there's some hallucination flashbacks in the 99 anime so oh yeah how about we head over first yeah i mean first off in my notes uh it says, no beans? How dare they? Yeah, they just took out beans, huh? They just took out beans. They cut the beans. They said, we're not having any beans tonight. No, thank you. My tummy can't handle it. I already got tummy troubles. And they just took out beans. We're just making a chili with tomatoes only. We hate beans in this household. They said, no beans, only trauma. No beans, only trauma. Just really avoiding legumes altogether, which is not a, a which as a vegan is not a dietary uh, uh, choice I can recommend. Yeah, they should get way more beans in there. Just add, just add a lot of beans. Just yeah. have them be in least every episode. Yeah, and you know, also another thing they they cut out. Uh, Tonfa doesn't do the juice trick. He just kind of shows up and is really nice, and he's not revealed uh, to be to be a bastard until like the end of the episode. Yeah, he's, he's not based so, very differently. He's not so bastardious at the start of it. He's just like this weird nice dude who just wants to be friends with them. Yeah, I mean, I I get the choice to do that just to like have the reveal be more dramatic when he, when he does turn traitorous but also it means we don't get the scene where Kilowa is, is just casually immune to poison yeah also in this episode Kila is a bit more like just kind of standoffish and doesn't want to really hang out with yeah. anyone yeah like he doesn't yeah it's it's kind of a thing where you know Gon introduces himself but Kilowa doesn't really give his name until much later yeah 
He's a bit more like secretive and standoffish in this version. Yeah. Also, instead of flowerizing a man's arms, Hisoka somewhat Hisoka somehow just phased a man halfway through a wall and got him stuck in the wall, and that is that is even more difficult to explain than the other thing that with you know, given his his actual powers. Yeah, I have so the other one I can kind of see maybe how he did it. It doesn't work that well, but maybe. This one is just I don't know what he did. Yeah. I don't oh. know if <laughs> Wanna know what happened in the manga though? Uh does he just straight up cut his arms off? He just cut his arms off, like I mean we don't see the actual cut, but like that's what's implied because we just see the man with like fucking arm stumps and Hisuka's like, ooh, they disappeared. How magical. Yeah, I know uh, the 2011 and 1999 had to tone down the gore a lot, yeah. especially oh. around Hisoka, because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Hisoka and Kiloa uh, gore that gets cut. <laughs> that gets toned down heavily. Yeah, spoilers. a lot. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Kiloa kills people. Oh, he murders the shit out of some dudes, and it's very violent. Here's a quick low spoiler. Kiloa is cool as hell, but a little bit violent. Oh, yeah. This is a tiny, yeah. this is a teeny tiny. A, a, I think, like, a very recurring thing, uh, you know, with Kiloa, a very, you know, something that we're gonna say a lot over the course of this series is like, oh, Kiloa just did a sick thing. It's rad. Also, it's bad that he knows how to do that. <laughs> that's He's a little every, boy. Why is he like this? It's bad. That's every character interacting with Kiloa, he does something so cool, and they're like, that's so cool, but what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> that's sick, but also it's bad, and I, don't, I like it, but I don't. Yeah, this is uh this is spoilers, but I just remember in one of the later arcs, he's like running with a character who has like really good hearing, and the character is just like, I'm running right next to you and I can't hear you. What are you? And Kill Killer's just like, Oh yeah, I can just do that and they're like, What is with you? Yeah, oh, like that's that's even a thing that is like represented in the sound design of the 2011 yeah. anime because like as far as i can tell like they never give kilua footstep sound effects yeah even in this episode like in scenes where you can hear people like running and like you hear them breathing kilua in every scene he's in never makes like an outward sound yeah unless he's like talking or like on his skateboard yeah he's 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 a very silent, stealthy boy. Uh, the next thing in my notes is Satote's walking animation sucks shit. Yeah, they toned down his fun little walk. Yeah, he's it's it's just like a very normal, unexaggerated walking an animation. Like I don't even think they show his legs while he's walking ever, which feels very fucked up and disappointing. <laughs> They really just took beans and satotes from me, and I'm just... I'm sad. Yeah, but the thing they do give us, though, is, you know, so a couple times along the way, the the underground pathway branches off, and there's yeah. a sweet smell coming from that alternate wrong pathway, and, you know, when at the point where Leorio runs out of breath and it seems like he's going to fail, then Tonpa is like, hey, the smell of that, the, that smell we're smelling is from a magical healing tree. And if you smell the sap, it's, uh, it's going to restore all your stamina. So let's get closer to that. And everyone's like, oh, how convenient. This, this might be a trap, but we're, we're doing it anyway. They're like, there's no way this could, like, backfire on us because Tompa has been super nice up until now. And so Tompa takes Lario and uh, Nicholas and he leads them to this tree. And immediately Nicholas just starts freaking out. Yeah. He just, just... starts seeing visions of people <laughs> telling him that he is a loser and he sucks and everyone hates him. And Lario's like, uh, hey, what's going on, buddy? He hallucinates a lot. And Tompa's like, see ya. Yep. Tonepa's like, 
Psych, I'm bad. Well, later, dude. Have fun in this tree that literally eats you. Yeah, so it turns out it's not a healing tree, but an illusion tree that smelling the sap makes you have painful halluc hallucinations of past memories <laughs> and and completely fucks you up. Um, so, yeah, then, yeah, Leorio hallucinates like, like, these scenes are really good. They're like, the scenes of Leorio just, like, hallucinating his past. He's just in this, like, very beautiful town in these landscapes. And, you know, he's talking to his friend Pietro, who is, like, you know, sort of concealed in shadows. And, like, he's apologizing to Pietro for, like, letting him die and, like, not having the money or skills as a doctor to save him. And then, like, when we actually see Pietro's face, he's just, like, totally a skeleton and made out of bones. And, like, Pietro is, like, you know, tempting Leorio to, like, come with him and join him among the dead. And it's... It's... It's like damn. It's like really good. Like the scenes are like beautifully animated. Like they have beautiful shots of like Lario sitting on a hill like next to his friend's like funeral pyre, like just looking out against the water, and then like his friend like appears next to him and is just like, You really couldn't save me, bud, and like you're just gonna leave me alone. Yeah. Like you should join me. You should join me and like be with me all the time. And I'm just like, Lario, please do not go stand. Bend your life yeah, with your oh. dead boyfriend. Yeah, it's like, it's really effective. It's just like these peaceful, beautiful scenes with like this kind of fucked up, scary undertone. And like, I think it's like a great way of sort of, you know, delivering Leorio's backstory that's not just kind of like, you know, that's like so much more immersive than, you know, than the scene where he just tells it to Karapika. This is like, yeah, overall, I wasn't really into the changes that these episodes made from the manga, but, like, this part really landed. Yeah, we got, like, at the end of it, we got, like, an intense emotional scene of, like, Leorio, like, begging forgiveness from his friends and saying he can't go with him because, like, there's so many more people out there that need help and, like... <sighs> Yeah, need like medicine to help them and cure them and he just can't go on without like before he helps those people and it's just like and his friends like go on and be like a fine doctor like he beats the illusion like he comes to terms with his friend and his own illusion and I just it's good yeah oh my gosh it's they're they're really doing a good job of like making like Leorio so much more likable. Like, yeah, they're, yes. they're definitely like changing his character in like pretty significant ways. Just like you know, making him less of a rat gremlin bastard man. But you know, I I like the changes. It's yeah, I feel like Leorio ninety nine is kind of like the best character in in that version of the series. Like he's great. Yeah, someone in the series just, like, was a Leorio lover. Like, yeah. someone in the writing room was like, we need to give Leorio more. <laughs> and they're right. They made a good decision. Yeah, so, you know, after that, the next thing in my notes is, like, Kilua just has some high explosives, huh? Yeah, so Leorio's, like, comes to term with his friend, and then the friend's, like goes on into a white light but then just explodes yeah yeah and it because, turns out yeah because to this point uh you know uh gone kilua and karapika have been you know chasing after leorio and karapika like you know has visions of his past and like just his clan getting murdered and horse sounds and screaming and burning and so gone has to like carry karapika over his shoulder and you know then Kilua just kicks Karapika in the fucking face and snaps him out of it. And then Kilua is like, okay, we can still catch up with the rest of the group, but we, but we are going to have to use a lot of bombs. And he just pulls some high explosives out of his pocket and blows up the wall. And somehow that allows them to catch up to the main group who have been running this whole time while the others have been drooling and shaking and hallucinating. 
It doesn't make sense spatially, but it's a c- cool explosion. Yeah, he just blows up the wall, like, right beside the other tunnel, and everyone's like, what was that? And Gone runs out and is like, I'm sorry, Mr. Instructor, I blew up your wall. And <laughs> Satoats is just like, I never said that wasn't against the rules. Yeah. It's, it's you know, no, it doesn't say in the rule book that you can't blow up a wall or that a dog can't, you know, Satotes is really operating on, you know, sort of airbud logic here. <laughs> He's just like, we are going to see a dog play basketball in the 99 anime. Uh, I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait for Gone to get <laughs> Gone plays airbud in the 99 instead of <laughs> Yes. Razor is just a dog in the 99 <laughs> anime. Still just as dangerous. <laughs> oh. All all of their dialogue is subtitled barks. <laughs> yeah, they all understand him. But and for some reason, yeah, everyone can understand it for some reason because Gon can talk to animals. Gon can talk to animals and Killo is just like, what, it was part of my training? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, that covers the changes. There wasn't really a lot different in the manga. There were, like, you know, those couple changes that I mentioned, and, you know, some stuff was, like, in different order, in, in a different order to, like, you know, uh, I guess smooth out the pacing, probably, but there wasn't really anything majorly changed. Yeah, just Lario's, like, huge backstory moment was, like, the most major of the changes, but that's about it. Everything else was about the same, except Beans. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly, like, I think, like, you know, the 99 anime, like, you know, for the first episode, they really, like, sort of fleshed it out and, like, sort of gave us more time with the characters and, you know, and then, like, starts really dramatically changing things and then like in the in the 2011 anime like the first episode was like really dramatically changed for like not having kite in it and like yeah you know having sort of a very different start and like you know depiction of gone's home life but then like after that it it cuts it pretty close to the manga and and you know yeah, in episodes three and four, it's, like, definitely doing the thing where it's, like, you know, just having a little more time in, in the scenes and, like, fleshing things out a little. So, yeah, interesting to see, like, how how they're both, like, interpreting the source material. Yeah, it's, like, they speed up and slow down at different parts, and it's just, like, interesting to see where they change. Yeah, for sure. Think think that about covers it. Um, want to do our segment? Welcome to Greed Island. Yeah, let's head over to Greed Island. Speaking of Razor, come sail away on your PS One. We're going to Greed Island. We're gonna go to Magical Video Game Island. All right, so yeah, this is a segment where we talk about other stuff we've been experiencing in pop culture and maybe make some recommendations. Uh, so yeah, what have you been? What have you? What have you got for us this week? Uh, this week I have. Uh, hey, you uh, heard of JoJo? I have, in fact. Yeah, I've just been uh, re-listening to like the JoJo soundtrack, just like the openings for jojo and like let me tell you part four really went off like those have just been jamming to like at work and just like at home like if i've been watching if i've been playing a game or something they've just been playing on the background and like you know crazy noisy bizarre town good it's real good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i i started watching jojo then fell off in in season three because you know you know we got some fun scenes like an orangutan sexually harassing a child and a pig living in a toilet and i was just like hmm i don't want to anymore yeah part three is like part three is so difficult to get through like it almost made me stop watching and i just really can't get through it yeah. 
like it was going to be bad. I was like, I'm just going to a few episodes until it's anymore. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like I might pick up with season four eventually, but I don't know. I need some time. Yeah, it's fair. Like, part three is literally the reason my roommate will never watch JoJo. Yeah. I think it was literally the orangutan episode, and he was just yeah. like, I, yeah, no, I refuse. I'm like, that's fair. That's, it's valid. Same. It's 100% valid. Oh, yeah, so. What have you been getting into this week? I'd like to talk about a little sport called volleyball, and the anime and manga about volleyball called Haikyuu. Uh, actually, this is relevant because the the Haikyuu manga just finished. Like, they, they ended on issue 402, and it was pretty fucking sweet. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. I need to catch up in the anime. I heard the manga is ending, and I was like, man, I need to actually get back into Haikyuu. Yeah, it's really very good. I mean, I did not think I would be, like, so super into a, you know, sports anime slash manga about high school volleyball, but it's really good. It's just, the characters are really likable and fleshed out, and, and it's just, it's just extremely about volleyball. It's, like, very hyper-focused on volleyball, and all of the characters' motivations come back to, you know, playing volleyball and all of the emotions are about winning and losing games of volleyball and it's 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 just it sh- it just gets so invested in it and is like so well animated and so fun it's it's great yeah no it's r- really good it's it's just like a very heartfelt se- series like you can tell everyone who's working on it loves it yeah it's it's good I, I also recommend for anyone who wants to watch it. It's good. It's good. It's pure. It's about volleyball. It's it's about volleyball. It's about volleyball, huh? It's really about volleyball. More and more saying it's about volleyball. Uh, all right, so... Yeah, I think let's plug some stuff. Any social media you'd like to promote? It's, like, almost done. I just have to, like, add, like, the cover art and, like, all the links to it and everything. Okay, yeah. Other than that, I do have, like, an email for it and everything. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have that, we'll have that social medias up soon. Um, we'll have, you know, our website, Gone Wheel Hunting, is already up and we'll be probably in a better, more finished state by the time you're hearing this. Uh, right now I've, I've set it up, but I haven't really fucked with the CSS any to make it look pretty. Um, it's fine. It's been a busy week. Yeah. Oh, it has. Um, so yeah, just, yeah, check those out. Um, yeah, got any 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 personal uh, just social media to plug? Um, I have my Twitter, which is at Groovin Gasly, G R O O V I N G S T L Y, and then my Tumblr, which is just if you search Jazz Dumpster. J-A-Z-Z-D-U-M-P-S-T-R. And I'm not funny, so I don't ever really make jokes of my own, but I do retweet a lot of content that I think is funny. So, yeah, those are just those. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't have any social media, but you can check out episode one of my uh, series, which will hopefully eventually get an episode two called Sexy Mewtwo Review, where I draw some sexy Mewtwo fan art and also do with my friend a critical review of Mewtwo's character arc across all of their movie appearances. That's just so good. <laughs> I just cannot wait for episode two of that. It's so good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, um... Yeah, it's 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 a very fun series and we we I have I just have a lot of thoughts about Mewtwo. I uh, 
The it's, weird psychic cat. <laughs> the weird psychic cat with the big thick thighs. With the thick thighs and the weird tail. <laughs> oh, yep. I I like them very much. Um So yeah, that that about does it. Um Yeah. All right, yeah, we haven't discussed this previously, but uh but I want to I want to I want to pitch a sign off to you. Please do. Uh going to buy. See you later. Uh, you know? I think it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I feel like, you know, with 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 the title for this show, we just sort of made up, up a list of options and then just decided to choose the worst one. So I think I think, the worst I think one for you. and then so I think you know the sort of aesthetic we're going with, you know the the aesthetic we're going with is just like really aesthetically unpleasant puns. And you know what? I let's just lean into it. Just things that have like a bad mouth feel. So <laughs> you'll just want to tell your friends about it. Uh, Goin' by everybody. Goin' by. See you later.